So I've already called our ticket rep, and uh, you know it's all over. I've uh, I've thrown everything away clearly, and you know I guess it's just time to relocate the team to Houston. Huh? Huh? Oh, sorry, I was a little late to start there. <laughs> uh, you mother. Okay. <laughs> Hello, okay. Colin. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, so uh, I want to get on a little soapbox before we jump into the game, and it's it's something I, I just don't get. I've seen a lot of, I mean, clearly there's a lot of takeaways from the game in Florida, but at the end of the day, we're still a very good hockey team. Like a, a nine and one start. It's still not bad. It's it's still the best start we've ever seen as a franchise. Like there's still a lot of good things going our way. And since I don't I don't get it, I think it legitimately might just be it's early and people are overreacting. But people are highly overreacting to this loss. And I'll give you, it's not the game you should have lost. It's not the game you wanted to lose, and that's not how you wanted to lose it if you were going to lose it. But it's not the end of the season. This doesn't make us a terrible team. Anyways, like, I don't want to get into it, into it, but you're you're literally just a child if you're throwing a hissy fit over this loss. It's bad and shouldn't have happened, but it happens. Here's the thing. Are you ready for it? Yeah. There's basically nothing to take away from that game. Let's get into it. So I knew, I knew after the Toronto goal that this was over, this was done. So, you know, first what, fifty seconds of the game, something like that, thirty seconds of the game, Jacob Slavin gets called on a like really soft tripping call, probably not tripping. But whatever. Which, both of his tripping calls this season have both been complete garbage tripping calls. Really, really soft calls. So, whatever. They're on the power play. I thought the PK looked really good until it didn't. You get the declare goal. You know, he he decided that tonight was his game, you know, which I respect. Um, so that happens. We still look really bad, but it's only a one-zero game. Um, then you get Tony D'Angelo uh, draws the PP. There's this bizarre. I, I hate the embellishment. Like so, Tony D'Angelo is hooked, so he sells his hook a little bit, and people get mad at that. First off, that's something I've noticed. I was watching Rangers-Panthers last night. That's absolutely a thing. There's a, there's a lot of selling, right? And, you know, it's funny. Huberto sold. Uh, there was a what I thought was an accidental bump by Svechnikov on that power play, and Huberto sold the shit out of it. You don't hear a word about it, right? So they, they have to remove embellishing from, from – from, like, it's either embellishment 
or it's a penalty. You're not like I, I don't want to hear about embellishing on a penalty. You know what I mean? So anyway, um, that then you get a four on four, which doesn't really do anything. Then you got a little bit of a, a Florida power play. It's the only one you killed off all day. So later on, I think it was Lawrence. I don't even remember the penalty. It doesn't matter. You kill off most of that power play. Um, and then not a great goal, if I remember correctly. Um, you know, whatever. So now it's 2-0. I'm very confident this game is over. And not because of the score, but because the, the Canes clearly don't have it today, right? Like, they are not here on the same level. And I think – how do you say – I hate when people are like, oh, well, you know, they didn't try or whatever, whatever. Um, I don't, like, pro athletes, like, try constantly. Like, they try their maximum effort constantly. And then how many days have they traveled, you know, what's in the tank, right? Like, you can drive, let's say you're, you have two sports cars, right? And you have, you know, equally or comparable comparably skilled drivers, right, driving these cars. But one of them's got fresh tires, clean oil change, got, you know, there's their spoilers, they got a little spoiler on the back, you know, whatever. And the other one, tires a little run down, the windshield wipers don't work, you know, whatever. I, I think that's what happens in sports is occasionally you get to be, um, you know, you get to be the – fresh tires, clean oil change, you know, whatever. And sometimes you're not. I think that's what happened here. I think another, to me, something to keep in mind too is we really kind of beat the shit out of the Panthers last year. Um, I think we were 6-0-2. Yeah, we were. <laughs> and we, we really, the, the games were close. I don't think there was a game where we, stomp them but we we won every close game or at least took it overtime right six six oh two is impressive so i feel like there was a little bit more on the line for them as well like you know to me we're going to come to this game on tuesday i'd imagine with a little more even outside of this loss against tampa than tampa's got for us you know that happens and that's part of being a good team so yeah you you dummied this team last year to six zero and two. They probably win the division if that goes the not probably they would have right if that is a little different. And then you know they make it out of the first round because they would have beaten Nashville. So I think that was part of the the difference as well. But I don't like we know that Florida is good, but I don't think they're like. Are you familiar with the term Rogues Gallery? No. So I've only ever heard it applied in like comics, but it's like your list of villains, right? So like Batman's rogues gallery is like uh, Mr. Freeze and the Joker, right? Penguin, things of that nature. I don't think we're, or the Panthers are in our rogues gallery, but I think we might be in theirs. So, so whatever. I, let's, I, let's just, I want to slightly disagree with you. And that, 
there is one massive takeaway from this game, and it's uh, there used to be a big rhetoric around the team before we got good, which is, you know, when the Canes start late, we lose, which is, you know, all the time. That's all, that's all the rhetoric really was in, like, 2016, 2015, whatnot. And to be fair, we still start late, but we are just stupid good. So even when we start late, you know, we still have Jacob Slavin and Brett Pesci and Sebastian Ajo and very good goaltending. So it's normally not that bad. And when you look at our advanced stats, we are like, we're okay in the first period. Then we're pretty good in the second period. Then we just go off the chain in the third period. I think like it's something like 40% of our goals are scored in the third period, which to be fair, there's some empty netters there, but still. A lot of and then when you when you look at Florida, uh, they go ham in the fourth period. They go hard in the pain in that fourth period, and then they start to relax as the game goes on. So it was literally the game of opposites. Florida's going to come out there. They're going to drop the puck, and they're going to throw everything they have on the ice in that fourth period. As we're just like, huh, we still got forty minutes, and that's hard. That's good. That's not a real like. That stuff evens out. They were down four I mean, one the game before I, they played us against I think the Capitals. Like that's 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 sports writing. That's not real. Like no. are are we slower to get going recently? Yes. Is that the difference between you know being a cup contender and being? I don't uh, think like I'm not saying I'm not saying like on a grand scale. I'm saying in this game that is literally what happened. Is that one of these teams? Is very good at starting early or starting on time. One of but that's them, like a fake stat. Doesn't. Like that's not a thing. That's what I'm saying. It's like that's not a. It's not a fake stat I, because I, it's not I, I, I will bet you. I will bet you hard money that that evens out significantly. If if it doesn't even at the end of that, like, but you have to understand, like when you're when you're a good team, like you're just gonna have a bunch of games. Like, what's going to happen when we start scoring first, which we've not been doing a lot of, but will start to do, because good teams generally score first and then lose games or don't need the empty netters. Those stats are going to uh, – what I'm telling you is that that's, like, that's sample size. and like, like, everybody – that's not a thing. Like, that's sports writing. Like, you, you are, like, depicting, like, Disney movie traits to a team or, or a fighter. Like, boxers, that's a thing. Like, right? Conor McGregor, like, in the UFC, like, that guy opens strong. But, in, but there's no – like, if they were just like, a, oh, well, we push early and then it's over. Like, they've had a ton of overtime games that, that they've won, the, the Panthers have. Like, that's, that's not a real trait. Yeah, that's I don't believe that. better than the other team, though. But, well, they, but it shouldn't matter because they're better and they, they were the almost first, right? always leading. They never really come back. Like, we are very good at coming back. The Panthers never really have to come back. No, no, no. This is like when teams are like – it's like, you know – when teams are bad and they don't have the puck, they have more hits. So it's like, oh, yeah, well, that team, they don't have the skill, but they've got, like, the grit. Well, no, they don't have the puck, so they're hitting people. Right? Okay. It's, it's the, the, the secondary observation of the game, which has already been talked about, is, uh, like, don't get me wrong, some of them are soft calls, like with Slavin, but entirely too many penalties. And we've been doing it all season. And I'm not here for the argument of, were well, there soft calls? Because guess what? We all know soft calls happen. 
So you have to be good enough to allow the soft calls and still not have four penalties in one period when they've already scored on the fucking PP twice. Like it was three uh, times, but no. But I'm saying that story time they should fucking know better. Like there will be less calls as the season goes. Like there's really not a lot. You, you, You need to start better. I think that I actually think that is a takeaway. But I'm saying like they'll start better eventually, right? And then. You know, they'll score less in the third eventually. And, um, but whatever. Let, let's, um, let's finish the recap here. So then later on in the thir- the first, Freddie Anderson had this very bizarre, like, pass up ice. I think he was trying to hit Tavo, but it was immediately intercepted. And he never got in position and got dummied for it. So I was like, okay, that's great. Whatever. I don't think he looks great tonight. So that's good. You want to burn, like, all right, you know, whatever. I think two of those, the goals today, he could have done anything about. I think one of them really needed – the Vetrano goal, I mean, you don't love the pass and the Lundell goal, right? And then I don't remember, was it Tony D'Angelo? Yeah, Tony D'Angelo slashed Duclair, which was almost a disaster because he still got a pretty good shot off. Um, not a good game for for Tony. Um, Anthony Duclair much faster than I thought he was. Anthony Duclair definitely, like, skated. They just which was impressive. Not not in this one particularly, or not in that series. But um, So TDA gets dumpstered, which I, I don't know if there's anybody. I don't know. Maybe Brett Pesci positions him there. But, but, but Tony D'Angelo, is, I feel like he's never, like, like defensively he's never in the right spot. He's just pretty fast and there's a lot of effort, you know. So I feel like he, like, like if you're faster than him, that's an issue for him for sure. So, really good goal, really pretty goal. Hornquist, 4-0, book it, you know, game's over. I actually turned it off at that point and then jumped in. I did not see the yes for Fossil. I, um, I don't know anything about it or what set it up. Jacob Slavin with a point. I go back to if Foss can maintain his scoring, it's all over. Like, real thing, if Foss can maintain the scoring, it's all over. So I turned it on with about 10 minutes left, seven minutes left, something like that. Like the first goal had already been scored. I'd not been watching the game long when Antiranta gets laid out. I don't remember who did it. Um, who hit him? To be honest, I didn't think it was a penalty. Um, I mean, he tried. Well, I'm going to pull it up. I so I think it's more of a uh, like that just can't Ryan happen. It's, yeah, so it, it seemed accidental, like a hundred percent, like was not his intent to, <laughs> let, yeah, lay Ronda out. But it needs to be like it's one of those things where like you have to think that if it's even a possibility, you have to stop what you're doing. I Here's think that's why I, they I totally it disagree. Out. I totally disagree because if you're, I'm just saying, I think off, that's why they called the penalty. Well, it's not a penalty, so, you know, police the rule book. How does that sound? Because if you're him, 
So first not off, like the Tony D'Angelo, right? Like so, he's battling Tony D'Angelo. Plus, like, oh well, if you think that's a possibility, stay in the net, right? You can really paint that the other direction just as easily, where, like, to me, Ronta got caught in between, and then whoever was it, Lomberg? Yeah, Lomberg was like in a battle. Once, once he realized it was over, he tried to. I actually think that might have made it worse. Him trying to get out of the way because he kind of pulled up and like came up and got Ronta high, which I don't think he. Maybe that was the deciding factor. That's the only thing I could think of is that he got him high. But to me, that was a result of him trying to come up. If you want to give the minor for it, that's whatever. Five minutes in a game is brutal. Brutal for that. The game is conduct was definitely oof. Yeah, like if you're, if you're like, I'm doesn't matter, it's always got to really high. Yeah, so anyway, the good news is, is that it was terrible. So they got away with it, right? Not a good five minutes. I did not think – I mean, that's another, right? You got to start on time, and the power play has not looked great for a while now. And you've just been getting weird goals, right? little puck luck. So you get Trocek because he will never not score against the Panthers. Um, good goal for him. I'm going to start, and I'm going to do this probably before tonight. I'm going to donate $25 for every point to the Movember thing that he's doing with the stash. I'm going to donate $25 for every point, which I believe he has two so far through the year. Yeah. Or for for the month of November. So I'm going to donate 50 bucks and an additional 25 Um moving forward on that. So, second period, definitely better. Um, you had a couple opportunities. There was one Svechnikov had open net, missed. I had a few. I Really, to me, the deciding factor, more than the four goals, because they're good. They're going to score four goals. Like, that happens. You know, all these, like, like platitudes and whatever. Like, you know what happened to the Panthers the next game? They got spanked. They allowed four in a row to a Rangers team. Are the Rangers better than us? No. So, um, you know, to me the difference tonight was that I don't think Aho the it thing, right? Like that. Like I don't think Aho and Svech have their spoilers. And if both of those guys aren't going to finish in a game, you know, you're just not going to win a lot of those games, um, especially if you allow four. So I thought Aho, I thought he. You know, I just I thought they both fought it all night. Didn't really have it, um, which is fine. That's going to happen. It's an 82 game season. Um, then you get into the third. I thought we played much better in the third, but you're always going to, when you're down two goals with 20 minutes, you're always like, oh, look at all their zone time. Yeah, because they're just going to pack it up, you know. So you get that. Um, Duclair with the empty netter. That's the best I've ever seen Anthony Duclair play. That guy was a fiend in that game. Like, he he looked incredible. I think they only paid him, like, three mil. I think consistency is his issue. But Jesus Christ, that guy, he looked incredible. So, from that game, they played a night against Tampa. Um, you, Alex Lyon, 
He's been called up. I don't imagine he'll play. He might catch a game in the back-to-back Friday, Saturday. It's already been announced that uh, it's Anderson's net. Yeah, so I don't think he's going to get a game. Um, I thought Freddie looked a lot better after coming back in. I don't think – like, he, he wanted one of those goals back, and you're kind of annoyed about the pass. But, like, I don't think he was, like, great. But I don't think he was pulled. Like, I think it was a mercy pull. They were like, well, we're not going to get you hammered on this bullshit, you know, like a lot of fire on your guys. Um, so that happened. And then um, I, I don't think – I think it's been confirmed it's a concussion, but I don't think they've yeah. had more on it than that. Um, so Rod said it was a concussion, and then when they brought um, Lion out to Florida, they sent Ronta back home. Okay. Yeah, hopefully it's nothing nothing crazy. It's always so tricky with concussions, right? Because it could be a couple days or it could be, like, weeks. And hopefully it's, you know, a couple days. Yeah. I don't know if he's had concussion problems in the past, but he's a guy who gets injured in a lot of different ways. And it would suck if this was another thing he hit on the bingo card, you know. I'm hoping that this is just protocol that he was just hit hard enough that they put him in protocol. Because Rod was like, he seemed fine, but he has a concussion. So, yeah. you know, who knows with a concussion? They're literally just a I bag think of misery. I think, too, when people have – like, I don't think the first day – not, not that Rod Burnham saying this, but I don't think – like, I've been concussed in my life a couple times, and, like, the first couple days don't really, like, matter, if that makes any sense. It's like they are what they are, and then like most of the time, if you're lucky, you're you're just out of it and you're fine. You know what it's like? It's very much like COVID, where like it doesn't matter how good or bad you have it when you have COVID. It doesn't really matter, or there's not really a um, a correlation between the after effects. I I know people who had COVID and like felt fine, and then like you know weeks later got trucked by it, and their lungs are still infant sized. You know. Yeah, so we'll see with him, but yeah, I don't, I don't think there's a lot to take away from that game. It's whatever. Start on time. Um, Panthers are good. I think they care more, but it, it doesn't really. The only thing that's annoying about it is I wish that we played Sunday instead of, or I'm sorry, Monday instead of today. Because I just want to move on. Because I don't think there's a lot to take away from there. Fair enough. Um. In that case, you want to do a quick round the league because there's nothing else that's really happened since that game. Yeah, so um, a couple different things that I just find funny. They're probably less news than anything else. So right after talking about Adam Fox on the podcast, they played in Calgary where – and I, I don't really remember the timeline all that well, so I might be slightly off, but it – Basically, he was like, well, I'm not going to Calgary, period. And then, you know, they were furious. Obviously, Adam Fox is a good hockey player. And um, so they were furious about it. And uh, then we got his rights, and he was kind of like, well, you know, to, to be honest, if I think he could have gotten top four minutes, I think we would have been able to get him. But we didn't – it wasn't really in play. And we weren't going to give it to him anyway, if that right. So, 
if that happens, we trade him for a fifth of the Rangers so they get him a year early, which, you know, whatever. Uh, greatest trade in franchise history, right? Idiots. And uh, so, but Calgary has a legit beef with him, right? Like for us, like I like to shit on Adam Fox because it's funny. Like, ah, oh, fuck him. You know, fuck you, fuck the Rangers. But we did, like, whatever, right? Like, eh, whatever. But Calgary, I mean, they hate him. So they boo him. He's playing. I think it was 1 0 at the time. And Adam Fox scores, and then he starts skating around the ice and, like, messing with the fans and, like, being a jerk. Offside. Call the goal back. Calgary wins 6-0. <laughs> <Anyway. laughs> so I thought that was funny. Um, we got the – did you see that Connor McDavid goal? No. So Connor McDavid, and you should all go watch this. Who are they playing? Was it? The Rangers, potentially? It was the Rangers. A lot of Rangers news. Um, So, anyway, they were down 4-2, I think. Connor McDavid, the play. So, they were set up in the Rangers' end. Oh, I did see this one. Well, he literally, he goes to bring the puck in the zone, waits outside in the neutral zone to make sure he can get on side. Then he comes back in and undresses the entire team. What? I think some of the clip is misleading because he's so fast that it really wasn't a four-on-one. Like, he – it was because there was four people, but he instantly defeated three of them because he's so much faster, you know? And uh, yeah. so he – and then he beats the guy one-on-one. I don't understand – and I, I, I'm sure that they're playing it correct, right, because they're hockey players. But doesn't it feel like I, – I would love to talk to a hockey player, like an NHL player, and ask why people don't body him up more. And is it, is it because he – like if you miss, you're dead, and you, you'd rather make him make that play than be dead and be alone with Shesterkin? Yeah, I, I, I like don't he, know. It's, he's going to make that play. He's Connor fucking McDavid. So either way – Maybe that's not true. Shoot your shot. Maybe – maybe – maybe – if you stick check him more often than not, that ends the way you want it than if you try to bot it. I'd love to know because it feels like you should just truck him. You know what I mean? And if he, if we get like he's big, like you're not going to kill him or anything, but like it feels like you should just do that and make it because, like you said, there's infinite skill there. But that goal was good. I saw an interesting kind of like debate with him too, where Connor McDavid is very fast. He's probably the fastest skater in the league. And I saw this, like, weird debate that, like, maybe he's not the fastest player in the league. But I did see, like, an interesting summarization of his speed that I think I agree with, where Connor McDavid gets from zero to 60 faster than basically any player in the league. And his 60 is faster than everybody else, or at least up there, right? which I thought was interesting. Like, yeah, that makes sense, right? Because it's not, like, in the fastest skating stuff, like, he wins that stuff, but he's not leaps and bounds faster than everybody else, but he looks leaps and bounds faster on the ice, you know? So I yeah. thought that made a lot of sense. And then one of the things I think is true is that dude cranks it all the time. Like, Connor McDavid is always looking to burn you. So that was a good goal. And then just to kind of touch on, like, hey, things are going to happen, 
in the NHL. Um, so Panthers win that game. Easy game for them, right? You score first or four and first. I thought they played pretty well defensively the whole game. You get the rats. Shout out to Tony D'Angelo. Fuck the rats. I take, you take that 10 minutes every day of the week. Fuck out of here. Uh, imagine, imagine throwing rats out in the first 10 games of the season. Bums. And uh, so anyway, they've got all this momentum. I believe they were in Madison Square Garden. I already alluded to this 4-1. Boom. So now are the Panthers. Where, well, where are their first period stats? Up, it must be like it, it'll even out. It'll even out over 82 games. You know, we're, we're an eighth of the way through the season. I'm okay. sorry, 10th of the way through the season. Yeah. More than that now. Yeah, it's going to be like 12, 12% of the way. So I just want to touch on Ovi really quickly, too, who is now tied for fourth with Brett Hall in the all-time score leaders, which is just – I like, Ovi's going to get Gretzky. I mean, he's not going to do it this season, obviously, but he's going to get Gretzky, no problem. I don't think that's the thing. You don't think he's going to get it? No. And here's why. I think if if there Obi had two lockouts, I believe two lockouts. Yeah, he had and two COVID. He lost a he lost they played forty eight, then they played sixty. He's lost like hundred and fifty games all time due to lockouts. If gotten those games, or COVID, I think or whatever. let's say that he scored seventy, not hundred and fifty. Right. So I think he would have gotten there. But Obi's issue is time. Obi's already 36. Let's say he's at, what, seven – how many goals do he have right now? 741. Gretzky's at, like, 890? 894. Let's say he gets 40 this year, which would be incredible. Would be Incredible. He's not going to get there. He's not going to be able to keep doing this until he's 40. But there's some truth to the sense where if he wants it, teams will sign him forever. He could be like Pete Rose. Right? And he could just become like a PP specialist and a, a third liner as he gets older. But... um. If he wants to continue, maybe too, if, if, because I don't know, like if the Capitals were bad, like let's say two years from now, he's 80 or 90 short, right? And the Capitals are not good. They're probably not going to the playoffs. Let's say they're kind of where Nashville is, where they're like, eh, you know, you know what a good comp for them would be? Let's say they end up kind of like a, like a Vancouver where they've got like, oh, yeah, that's a player, that's a player, that's a player. But it doesn't come together, and there's always kind of issues, and there's like fringe, you know, yada, 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 yada. I don't know if he stays for that. I don't know how important – I think it's important to him. That's why well, he this he is, looks like he's in incredible shape. This is actually something I was thinking about earlier. Well, first, just really quickly, I mean, I before the season, I was really like, I mean, Ovi might be – I mean, I wasn't saying he's washed, but, you know, he's 
36. How much more can he do? And then he, you know, he's at like a goal per game pace, which is crazy. But here's the interesting mm-hmm. part about Ovi maybe leaving the Caps. Is so he's now tied for fourth place with Brett Hall, who played for multiple teams. And, yeah. Um, and then right above him is Yami Yagor at 766. Also played mm-hmm. like, like, I think it's like five teams. And then, mm-hmm. then we have Gordy Howe at 801, who played for also like five teams, but also doesn't really count if you want to count the WHA. None of that matters, but played for multiple teams. And then you got Gretzky at number one and 894, also played for um, multiple teams. So at this point, it's honestly just impressive to me that, I mean, OB should crack 800. So uh, he will at least become second all-time goal scorer of all time. Only ever playing for I don't one know if that's team. true, man. Like, I feel like... You, you think Ovi can't get another crazy. 60 goals? Injuries are real. He, he just has to get 60 goals within... What, he just signed a five-year contract? I don't... It wasn't five years. I think it was two. Or three. I think it was more than that. Hold on. Let's find what? out. Cap friendly. But when you're 36, too, especially the way he plays, like, that guy's still out there, balls to the wall. Maybe he does it. Like, I, I'm just saying, like... I don't. There's a lot that has to go right. There's a lot. Look, do, you don't basketball, but Kobe Bryant was a motherfucker and a motherfucker and never got hurt and was absolutely going to set the all-time scoring record and never got hurt and, and all this bullshit. And then one injury led to 100 injuries. And then he was washed. It happens that quick when you're that old. I mean, are we about to get into the MJ versus LeBron argument? Cause I don't think that's a good idea. I'm just, I'm just saying Kobe is an example. Right? Yeah, he signed a five-year deal. He's under contract for $5 million a year. Actually, that can't be right. Hold on. I mean, I'm reading the wrong thing. I'll be guaranteed it. Yeah, he he's under like contract nine. for $9.5 million a year until 2025-2026. Is it all signing bonuses with nothing on the back end? I would assume. I mean, that's what I was well, just reading. That means, not, that means he's not playing five years. I mean, right. we. So does that mean Ajo is not going to finish out his contract with us? It was all signing bonuses. No, no, no. But if they front load the signing, so bonuses, that's what I'm saying. Actually, no. So his base salary, the first three years, is only a million, with a signing bonus of four million and then nine million. Year three of the contract, signing bonus is eleven point five mil, and then six okay. to finish out the last two years. So I mean, no, it's not. It's not front loaded. Okay. Oh, okay. So I think he's gonna. So okay. So to me, that's the guy I think is gonna play three years, and then I'll wait and see. Um, but hey, three I think years, like if he plays three years, he'll get eight hundred. If, if plays, anything, this is set up so if he gets tired in three years, they're gonna be like, "But don't you want eleven point five million dollars?" And he'll be like, "Okay, one more." Um. Yeah. I mean, come on, someone has to buy Ov Junior's Cheetos, and that eleven point five would go a long way, but. The other piece of around the league news I want to talk about uh, is the just terrible season for the Blackhawks. So after the first 12 games, 9-1-2, they fired head coach Jeremy Carlton, which was surprising to no one. And I've only seen this in one place. I looked it up. But it was three years to the day since they fired Crindle. Literally three years to the really? day. Really? 
Yeah. And my favorite part about that is so he's – this is like technically his fourth season behind the bench. But he's never coached a full season either. He's never had an 82-game season because his fourth season was after they fired Trinville, and then he had the two COVID seasons, and then this season he got fired. So he's never coached a full season either. Well, whatever. It's just crazy time for that guy. Um, I mean, I'm sure he'll get another shot one day. You know, NHL is revolving door and stuff like that. Yeah, that's you why know, I saw a perfectly thing. reasonable answer to the NHL paying for the therapy thing, by the way. No, what's your point? kind of what I'm saying. So Gary, Gary Bettman was like, yeah, that's on the Blackhawks. This is the Blackhawks' responsibility. It makes perfect sense. Oh, wow, well, if only he could have said that at the time. Would have saved him a lot of headaches. I, I, and I don't disagree with that. Like, that's what makes this so, like, like he's awful. But, I like, again, remember when, like, the Blackhawks are going to do this investigation instead of the NHL? What the hell are they fucking thinking? And then Batman was like, yeah, I, like, I like the guy they hired, so I didn't hire my own. Like, he should have just been like, yeah, like, we're working with the Blackhawks. I need to get that figured out. Should have been the answer. Right. Yeah. But, but but that makes perfect sense to me that, like, the Blackhawks need to fix this. And if you want – the NHL should definitely beat them over the head, which they won't do, uh, to get this fixed as fast as humanly – you can see the difference between – so there's, like, a similar – and I, I have not done a ton of reading on this. It's not similar in any way either. Let me – so there, the wife of a coach – Wait, wait, wait. Was, Before we jump into that really quickly, I just want to speak on Gary Bettman for a second. There's been a lot of articles published lately about how NHL owners are upset with Gary Bettman and that his job could be on the line. Just that, That's 100% false. If the NHL owners were upset with Gary Bettman, you want to be seen in the news. There would be a board of governors meeting. That's these, just, these guys don't get fired until after CBAs. If, there's a, if, if you know, they go into another CBA and the, the owners lose, they're going to be pissed. Yeah, you know? but, he, but he's fine. Stop reading those articles because they're going to keep writing them as long as you read them, and they're just all false. Anyways, Penguins minor league assistant coach wife assaulted. Yes. So, I, and I, I don't. I'm not an expert on that, but I did see that the Penguins already settled with the wife or yes. the family or whatever. I don't even think well, they actually filed the lawsuit yet, and the Penguins are just like, "We're going to take care of this one." Yeah, just, just, and it's not like you know. Those franchises have a lot of money. And I don't know a lot about their ownership group or what they're into, right? Like, because of COVID times, people who were recently, you know, wealthy enough to own NHL franchises, if you were, for instance, the guy who owns the uh, the Coyotes, he's a casino resort guy. So when people, he came in with a lot of bluster and then suddenly checks started bouncing. And I would imagine that part of that is that guy, you know. But meanwhile, if you were a pharmaceuticals guy, right, probably doing pretty good. <laughs> probably. Yeah, that part. So um, all just to say, um, the, what a disaster. I know they said we, we said we weren't going to talk about it. I just kind of saw that and thought, like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. But the Penguins, but to me, the Blackhawks, need to settle you kind of just have to give the guy whatever he wants for the guy like you just got to pay these guys yeah a little bit you know 
You know what story is now dead and we won't read any articles about it going forward? This Penguin story. It's literally over now because they just, I, well, we're sorry this happened. Here's your money. Thank you. Sorry. And so, well, <laughs> like, once you let somebody in your, like, organization take advantage of somebody, like, physically, if they're going to take advantage of you financially and, like, get fucked, nerd. You know what I mean? Like, a little bit, yeah. You lose. Yeah, so. Well, that's all I've got. That's all I've got, too. In that case, the Canes play the Lightning tonight. It should hopefully be a huge blow at North Fable, but also hockey's hockey, so we don't know. We'll see you Wednesday. Yeah, that game's interesting because there's no... There's no Kucherov. There's no Sergachev. Which is nice. That's really nice. That guy was a menace. Somebody else is missing for them, too. But, like, no Yanni Gord. He's gone. No Goodrow. No Tyler Johnson, even though he wasn't really meaningful in, in our series. Like, Coleman's gone. But also, no Pesci, right? You really wanted to fucking give. This should have been Ronta's game. Which you probably weren't going to do because he played him in the last one, but whatever. Um, but no Pesci, no Nino. I worry about TDA defense. He did not play well. And a lot of it, I actually thought defensively he was, like, kind of fine. Like, he he got taken advantage of one-on-one a little bit. But that's going to happen to him, you know. Like, that's not uns- – but offensively he was not great. Not great. So, we'll see. Tonight will be interesting. Got to win. Ian Cole, good teams don't lose two in a row. That part. Okay. Well, we'll talk to you Wednesday. Hasta luego. Thank you for listening to the Home Ice Advantage podcast. As always, we very much appreciate it. Please follow and share with your friends. Send it to your Aunt Betty. Knock on your neighbor's door. Email it to a teacher, your boss. Who cares? Just make sure you share it. We appreciate you. We'll see you next time.